When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Fanbytes, You Love to See It, a podcast styled after a delightful neighborhood video store where a pair of incredibly charismatic co-hosts and occasional guests rewatch old and old-ish movies and give them fresh takes, but like in a fun way. Because we're not like every movie rewatch podcast, we're a cool movie rewatch podcast, if I do say so myself. Every month, we pick a theme, and every week, we watch a movie. And then we decide if it knows shit from silver and hangs upon our esteemed staff picks shelf, if it's got just enough oxygen to keep on trucking and land a spot in our totally acceptable middle aisle, or if it's a stinker and a sinker and shall be destined to languish in a ruined Russian sea vessel on the ocean floor, drinking tainted vodka and talking about weird tropical infections all day. Working the counter today, we have yours truly, Danielle, I'm not that sad about six pack and my fellow miner on the Nostromo. Oops. I mean the, uh, shack seven <laughs> mining facility Fernanda gone. Bitch. We're still here. Crotches. <laughs> Fernanda. How are you doing today? Doing good. I felt like this, uh, particular line by Ernie Hudson, uh, which refers to being in hell, uh, applied to literally <laughs> all of us, uh, in this current time and space. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I agree. Good, other than still being in hell, in other actual that, hell, yeah, underwater, <laughs> underwater in hell. <laughs> other than that, uh, all good, all great. Happy to be good. here. Good. Uh, I'm happy to be here after a couple of weeks of us vehemently disagreeing about movies. I think we found <laughs> one we both feel similarly about this time. It was uh, a tough time, Danielle. Not, not gonna lie, not agreeing with you was was tough. It was hard. my psyche and on my I was heart. a little sad. You know, I was sad. <laughs> I was sad because I wanted to go on every journey with you. You know what I yeah. mean? But hey, we're on a journey this week together. I think we're in, we're, we're taking steps together. Uh, no, <laughs> so this so. month, of course, it's, it's the age of Aquarius. And this month, we are once again pushing the boundaries of the timeless art of the pun and taking our cinematic journey into a new, unfamiliar, straight up terrifying element, water. That's right. <laughs> As the month of Aquarius uh, advances, and by the way, I realize the month of Aquarius is like most of February, but not all of February. So we're in Pisces season. But you know what? It makes even more sense <laughs> to be in Pisces, Pisces. season. So I'm yes. a genius. So you are. Therefore... <laughs> you totally thought of this ahead of time. It was Definitely. not a, a thing that just happened. It was something Definitely. that you actively considered and calculated it, it was premeditated all of it, all of it <laughs> premeditated definitely um so of course as the month of Aquarius and pisces advance we too shall advance in our quest toward deciphering some of the many mysteries of the ocean in a month that shall be referred to as you love to see it c spelled s-e-a <laughs> get it c-c we know you got it you're here after all so that must mean you're very smart and very cool you know, cool enough, we're sure to forgive the fact that by sea and ocean, we really just mean any large body of water. And by deciphering mysteries, we really mean watching humans be relentlessly chased, chewed, and or chopped up by creatures that tend to be byproducts of these very humans' own ambition, carelessness, and or sheer stupidity. So get ready to jump aboard our underwater mining ship, pop on a cool diving bell, and swim with all the fucked up mutated sea life of 1989's Leviathan. It was an experiment that tampered with nature's most basic laws. It went terribly wrong. It was buried five miles down. 
Now, a crew of undersea miners is about to stumble upon this terrifying secret. Shack to seven, what's going on out there, Williams? My God, are you picking this up? Look at that. Leviathan. Currently with the Russian fleet in the Baltic Sea. Currently it's rusted junk and we're looking at it. My crew's in jeopardy. But you have no proof. I'm ordering you to start an emergency medical evacuation. What if it turns out to be nothing? Help me. It's already killed one man. Let me breathe a stop. I'm losing compression. I can't breathe. Whatever got six-pack and Bowman, it's still here. I feel something. Somebody's alive in here. What's going on? Six-pack. Six-pack, answer. What are you trying to tell us, Doc? It absorbs the intelligence of its victims. Leviathan. Here's our setting the scene segment. This is our first segment every week where we introduce the movie at hand and we talk about our history with the uh, cinematic masterpiece in question. So first I'm going to read a synopsis that I wrote after watching the movie. And then we're going to talk about sort of our past with this movie. So Leviathan, the 1989 movie, there's a few movies called Leviathan, which might come up again uh, later in the show, but (laughs) Leviathan 1989 is the story of a bunch of kind of working stiffs that brave terrifying, unearthly conditions for not very much money, all for a cold, unfeeling corporation back home. Sounds familiar. Yeah, so it sounds familiar. (laughs) I gotta keep going because it's a few things sound familiar. They live in a gorgeously production-designed industrial environment and encounter an unspeakable terror. There's even a reference to Jonesy, inexplicable panty shots when getting into an environment (laughs) suit, and kill me. But this isn't alien or aliens. This actually takes place underwater, not in space, but still, no one can hear you scream. Uh, The workplace is somehow even more hostile with a sex pest instead of just a guy who likes pinups, and the horrifying unnatural creature is at once scarier and way less scary. Also, RoboCop is here, and Ernie Hudson from the Ghostbusters, and the whole point is don't fuck with Mother Nature. That's Leviathan 1989 in a nutshell, and Fernanda, I want to hear about your history with this with this wonderful film, with this interesting <laughs> film, Leviathan. Yeah, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but I had to bring up the... Uh... <laughs> The irony there. And we'll we'll get into all of this. But um, my history with Leviathan, I'm pretty sure it's the same as yours, which was pretty much non-existent. I didn't really know this movie even existed. Um, And I was actually, as I mentioned in the last episode, the reason why it was brought to my attention was a fan of the show, uh, Andrew Millington on Twitter. He was like, Asking us to please do it, please do it. So we looked it up and I felt like it really uh, made sense for our month. And it really did. It was actually a a very um, suitable pick, I would say. But I really didn't know it. And like I said, yes, this is not the only Leviathan movie. Um, Probably the only one from 1989, but not the only movie named Leviathan. And when I tried to look it up, it kept bringing up this newer I think maybe Russian movie that Uh, has a a very uh, different uh, vibe. I'm going to go ahead and guess, though I wouldn't know. The person who would know is our producer, Paul, who actually started watching the wrong (laughs) (laughs) Leviathan. (laughs) So (laughs) you'd be able to guide us a little bit better. (laughs) <laughs> but yes, uh, that that was it. I was a complete newbie. And then I looked at cast and I'm like, OK, that's interesting in the story and um, was introduced to it. Uh, but really, I feel like I had seen it before in yeah. several <laughs> other movies. <laughs> it was yeah. one of those deja vu uh, feelings watching it. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm 100% with you. Um, I also am brand new to it, and I do congratulate and thank our friend of the show for uh, bringing it up because I, I, even though it was brand new, I did enjoy it quite a bit. But I will say this as my history of the movie. Alien, like, is my easy answer. Anytime somebody asks me what my favorite movie is, I'm just Alien, mm-hmm. the first, original Alien. Like, I, I think it's, like, as close to perfect as the movie yeah. has gotten. Now, I'm not saying it's actually perfect, but, like, it's not far off. 
something, there's a lot of texture there. Anyway. Yeah. And the thing, also a top five for me. So the, the, mm-hmm. the things that it is most, uh, you know, uh, borrowing from, you might say, are things that I love with every beat of my heart. So like, hey, if you're going to copy from something, copy, <laughs> copy from, from that <laughs> fucking fantastic genre masterpieces. So I will say that. I will say that as like my history with the movie. Uh, but this was my first time watching it. Uh, and yeah, I guess we should go into our stripping it down section. So we're going to have a quick ad break. And when we come back, we're going to our stripping it down section, which will have spoilers. So we'll be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ripping it down section. This is the part of the episode where we discuss details of the film, including uh, specific aspects of the plot and characters otherwise known as spoilers. Okay, so Fernanda, I kind of loved this movie, but it did make me a little sad. And I'll say, <laughs> I will say why. I will say okay. I I it is like kind of just alien with a little bit of the thing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> underwater. There's not, it's not really bringing almost anything else but it is doing those things competently which is yeah. hard that's not mm-hmm. easy to do like those things are great things uh but i want to talk to you about that because again this is for me it felt like a really good one of these right and there yeah. are not many one of these and at least not anywhere near decent right like derelict spaceship bad creature okay maybe not spaceship underwater ship derelict sh- ship a somewhere vessel. <laughs> a vessel a vessel that is not in, on earth on right. solid ground it's not on solid ground it's not it's not in like happy familiar territory it's in like yeah. some sort of uh hostile environment and a hostile yeah. thing is in there and it eats the crew and or <laughs> mutates the crew you know whatever it does something bad to Absorbs. the crew absorbs Absorbs, eat yum yums, yum yums them up. Phagocytes, is that a word in English? In Portuguese, it's phagocytar. I'm sorry oh. if I just said something very weird. No, no, I mean, that's a, you know, just because yeah. it's in English doesn't mean it's bad. Type of it's cell like, that yeah, has it's like- the, <laughs> it's a type of cell that has the ability to ingest and sometimes digest foreign particles. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, so I was correct. Yeah, no, that's absolutely Good right. on me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Good, good on you. I mean, so from the very, very beginning, this is basically, it feels like alien. Like we are seeing them in their suits. We have a minor crisis outside. De uh, Jesus has like a panic attack, I think, sort of. It's not really clear. It's like, there's something yeah. wrong with this poor guy yeah. and they have to something. bring him in and it's established that they're, they're three days out from a 90 day misery. Like they're mining in this horrible kind of environment and it's a crew of people who are like, you know, the like Motley crew, they kind of get along pretty well, but they're not like Mine. besties or anything. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. They have a, a resident sex pest that is. Oh boy. A lot. That's, that's something we're, I really <laughs> we're need to talk it. about. I guess we have to do a, a content warning a bit for sexual yes. harassment uh, yes. here, but like, holy shit. I guess we should just talk about it. Cause that happens right at the beginning as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Maybe the only completely new element, <laughs> like, <laughs> other than guy. Alien. <laughs> like, in Alien, there's a couple of dudes who have, like, pinups in their little cubbies. But that's fine. You, you can have your pinup. Like, that's totally cool. You're not acting like a weirdo and, and an asshole. This guy is, like, fully harassing all the women. And the guys, too, actually. Yeah. Like, he's, like, touching the guys' butts, too. And it's just like, bro. And it's da- the worst part. I'm sorry, but it's Daniel Stern, it's famous Daniel Stern. as being the like dumbass the Home Alone guy. Home Alone guy. <laughs> it's like what the what the that actual was a hard career pivot for, yeah. for for Home Alone. <laughs> a hard career pivot. 
credit for this man. Yeah. Like, it's not the actor. I'm not going to try to blame the actor, obviously, for playing a piece of shit. Like, actors play horrible people all the time. But, like, yeah. this is not, this is not great. Like, I think what they're trying to go for is, like, the Motley crew. Yeah. You know, these people are, like, pretty real with each other. They're running around their underwear. They're working out. They're eating. They're making fun of each other. And it's, like, other than the sex pest, things feel pretty functional, right? There's, like, the union guy. Yeah. He's always talking about the union stuff. And, like, that's pretty cool. You know, they, they're they always all trying to get all the liquor. That's fine. You know, like, it's just, it feels like other than him, things are, like, they're not great. It's like a shitty job, but they're kind of doing their best. Yeah, but right? if you're going to be stuck, like, under the sea for 90 days with yeah. people you don't know, I feel like ending it on the note that they were ending it was as good as it gets. If right. it was me, I would have, yeah, I would have transformed into the Leviathan by myself. Like, my own introverted <laughs> cells would have been mutated by themselves to spontaneously generate a creature that would eat my fellow miners, I yeah. think. I, I suspect. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> they were doing No, well. I mean, like, my, my, my joke that I wrote in the notes is, like, I'd rather be on the fucking ship with the creature than, than with, with the sex pest. Yep. Because, like... The creature, at least, I don't know. You know you know that thing's bad fucking news. But the sex pest, like, I don't know. Like, nobody else was helping anybody else out. That's what I hated about that. Like, when he was being disgusting, everybody was like, nobody, just don't, don't, But it, it, was helping. A, it was a very non... And I actually put that on my notes that... Uh, not my, my... Our shared notes, but my personal notes. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, we have the Peter Weller character... Uh, Robocop was like forever. the commander Murphy yeah who's like establishing himself as a leader and then he goes into the group and you know we see that he, we're trying to establish a dynamic in which this guy like okay this is a guy we're supposed to like respect in the movie and he's saying all the right things and stuff and then the sex pest like blatantly harasses another crew member and he just like continues pouring his coffee and like Okay, it's 1989, so different times, I guess. Uh, Peter Weller does punch a lady square in the face later on. Granted, she had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) Granted, that lady deserves an ass whooping. However, (laughs) it was a very uncomfortable scene that I don't think would have happened nowadays. But I kind of feel like even in 1989, that was like very... A very upsetting situation. And I love that they went all out. Like you said, it's not even yeah. like, oh, he's kind of horny. He has a pinup. This guy has like boobs all over his like little bed his, situation. His little bunk. Yeah. A, a penthouse that he takes out of the kitchen freaking chair. To show everyone. His like mug, he's doing it to show everyone. To show and everyone. It's gross. His mug is a breast. Which yeah. normally I support. I support breast right. mugs. Not for this guy. He yeah. should be on some kind of list that will not allow you to own anything that <laughs> remotely hints to the female anatomy or the male anatomy or any anatomy. He fucking right. sucks. He, yeah. He just sucks. He touches people inappropriately. He's always making jokes. He's always like staring at women's boobs and butts and like just being fucking disgusting. Like, it's kind dude. of also the reason why everything went to shit. It, it actually, I mean, he is. He is. And that's why, like, my name this week was I'm Not Sad About Six Pack. <laughs> His name is also Six Pack. Well, I, I don't even know. Oh, because he drinks Six Packs. I think it's yeah, the yeah. beer version of it. And, like... Which is okay, disparaging okay. to Six Packs everywhere. As really a Six is. Pack fan, I will defend the Six Pack. Okay? Right? And not him. <laughs> not him. <laughs> like, when he got sick, I was kind of like, yeah, all right. <laughs> like whatever fine oh, what a shame. Without him, but of course everybody else you know has to deal with it and that's yeah, it's like that you know what field, like, that's unfortunate oh my god oh my god my theory this movie it wasn't mm-hmm. really about this but it is about this is about how harassment and Leaves. inappropriate conduct ruins everything 
This guy ruins everything. <laughs> this guy is a disgusting sex pest who has no boundaries and treats women poorly. He treats men poorly too in inappropriate ways. He treats everybody badly and he ruins everything. He's the one who gets the fucking mutation that turns into a giant mutated human corpse thing, fish thing, right? Yeah. It's because of him. And I want to say my beautiful feminist read of this movie is that that's the core of the whole problem. His toxic masculinity. (laughs) That's why Peter Weller did not call him out because it was like the movie was like building toward a much harsher punishment. Yes. Though Peter Weller does survive until the end. So. Yeah. To punch that lady. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I still like your reading. (laughs) I'm sticking with it. We've established on this show that reality is. You know, irrelevant. (laughs) We have the freedom to craft our own (laughs) narratives here. And I love your your feminist read of this movie. Thank you very much. But yeah, he fucking sucks. He's the kind of guy that you're like, you know he's going to die right away because they really set it up that way. And you're just kind of like... Because he's clearly a piece of shit. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Could have been way worse. I like otherwise what they're doing with the setup. I do like the alien aliens thing of like these these people are just working stiffs, you know, that kind of idea. Like they're just trying to make money. And there's actually some weight to like how fucked up the world is. The union yeah. guy talks about how polluted everything is and mm-hmm. you know, how rough everything is in the, you know, kind of in the normal world. We have the corporate ice queen. I called her the ice queen girl boss, like in yeah. my notes. Um, she's like the boss, ultimate absolutely. 80s. She also looks a lot like Brooke Shields, like a lot like Brooke Shields. She's not Brooke Shields, but like she looks a lot like Brooke Shields. But anyway, she like, she's Wearing her the Burke. little power suits. Yeah, her little power suits, her like ice blue eyes. And she's always mm-hmm. giving the corporate line about like, of course we care about you guys. You know, of course. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Even though it's like, you know, clearly they don't give a shit about anything but the bottom line. They, yeah. you know, screw them over a hundred times. Like, of course, everything's just property. You're just... Uh, a working stiff for the man. And that's very much what Alien and Aliens were mm-hmm. as well. And like, that's a good callback that this works. You know, it's easy to cheer for these people because they are the blue collar workers just trying to fucking survive and make shit work. Um, and I love Ernie Hudson in this movie. I really, really, really like him in this movie. He's funny. He's fun. He does survive most of the movie. And that's a Ugh. point I want to talk about. Uh, he's smart, he's resourceful, he's also kind. He's like a kind person who is like trying to help people when they're in yeah. trouble. When the when the um other white lady is sick, he like helps her out and tries to get the doctor. Like he's a he's a really good dude. Like he's, he's the dude funny. I want to hang out with. He's funny, he has great lines, and he makes it to like the last two minutes of this movie. And Fernanda, please, I want to hear it in your words, because this was something you also put in, and I want to hear, I want to hear you take on take on this this fucking horse shit that he doesn't make it to the end. Please. <laughs> yeah, literally my note is in all caps, Ernie Hudson did not have to die. Oh my God. Did not. Did not. Because it was so pointless. It oh. was very much they saved it to the end and I guess it was supposed to be a twist. Like, oh, these three people survive and there's a helicopter and they're out of the woods. Unless they're not. Yeah. Because... Sharks. Eat Robo Cop. That's better. No, he had to stay alive to punch the lady, apparently. Punch the lady. (laughs) (laughs) You could have just made the other lady punch the lady, okay? Right. Honestly, such a simple fucking fix. That's what's killing me on the inside. I'm like, you have two survivors. Have the lady punch the lady. Like, it's fine. Oh my God. It's a fair. Anyway. But, but I digress. And I, I was actually watching. I couldn't corroborate this. I tried to find stuff. I actually couldn't find a lot on this movie at all um, hmm. yeah. while Googling. But there was this really short movie, uh, short clip I saw on YouTube. I think the channel was Good, Ble- Good Bad Flick. And <laughs> yeah. the guy was talking about it. It was like a 10-minute clip. Uh, and he, the narrator, uh, mentioned something about how Ernie Hudson actually fought them because he felt like like he fought for his character or something like he felt he didn't have to die and i really couldn't find anything but he did not it was just very like 
gratuitous. Like, we're just going to kill this beloved character for shock value. But the way they did it, because then it's like everything turned out fine. They were yeah, like, I hate it. they killed yeah. the monster. Uh, they were safe. Uh, Ernie died, but too bad. And I put the It's like lady. the white people lived, yes. but not Ernie. Like, fuck off. The leader Come and the on. hot lady survived. And yeah. it's like, dude, if you're going to put minorities in the team to look like you're putting up, putting a diverse group, let one live. Like, come on, bro. Or just keep the final girl. You can't keep two of them. Right? (laughs) And none of them. You had two Latinos in that crew and you had a black man. I mean, I can't, I can't defend that end. It was not, I can defend several things on this movie. But yeah. not this. All I liked about the end was that they did introduce sharks last second. And that was yeah. very funny. To that me. was very funny. Like, that was actually pretty good. That, like, all right. So they've survived a lot of turmoil. And we will talk more about the turmoil, I promise. It's just this ending was obviously pissed both of us off a lot. <laughs> but they survive a lot of turmoil, a lot of horrifying things. Some, like, really good, scary, good tension, um, awesome stuff. And then they get to the top and it's like, well, fuck, you know, uh, they already know that the corporation has left them for dead. So they're pretty worried that they're just going to die out there. They're just going to die of exposure after surviving the horrifying things. And then there's sharks. (laughs) And it's like, oh, my God, there's sharks. Holy shit. That's cool. Like, that actually was like a fun little twist. And then. Some would argue it's overkill. I would argue is. Sure. Regular kill. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 I would argue it's within within the realm and the yeah. scope of this whole thing. Kill. I I don't have a problem yes. with it. Yeah, it's like I I I chuckled. Like this is hilarious. Yeah, I did not chuckle though when when Ernie Hudson's character, whose name was Jones, and he's referred to as Jonesy at one point, which is a cute alien reference. Um, yeah. <laughs> this movie really <laughs> it, it knows. That's the thing. This movie knows. They know. Like, and that I appreciate as well, even though, like, again, I'm a little sad. I really did enjoy most of this movie, and I'm I I think it actually did a very good job aping kind of the greats. I was just a little sad. It just kind of didn't bring anything else, really, other than the sex pest. So that that was like a little bit sad. But yeah, that part pissed me off. Like, it's like, all right, just let him let him live, dude. Like he he's the smartest guy here. Let this guy live. Come on. Again, also, we, we can don't I just go say by he's kind of hot here, here he's, too? He he's is. kind of hot. And like, I just, I guess I never, as a baby growing up watching Ghostbusters, like he's always like, oh, yeah, he's a Ghostbuster. It's fine. I, I guess I never thought the Ghostbusters were hot. But like, I, you know, there's a scene where he takes a shower and holy shit, Ernie Hudson. <laughs> oh my, oh my God. Like he's the hottest man on this ship. By, yes, by kind far. of a lot. By <laughs> kind of a lot. Well, you're, like Peter you're, Weller's you're cute, doing cob but... dirty. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're doing cob a little dirty there, but that's okay. I'm I sorry. agree with you. I I'm agree sorry. with you. Cobs are, you know, Cobbs ha- has his, his charms. I get it. You know, I get it. I get it, but. <laughs> yeah. I actually read um, one, like, little piece of a review on. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. I I kind of like like going through. A lot of them are not even yeah. online anymore. But uh, this line to me was perfect. Like as far as ripoff go, uh, ripoffs go, this is yeah. one of the best. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's a very good ripoff. Like it really actually. <laughs> Let's not lie about what this movie is. Yeah. However, uh, <laughs> yeah. it still it still works. Uh, and by the way, the cob is Hector Elizondo, who is just a, a treasure. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Yes, 100%. That's fair. A lot That's of treasures. Fair. Like the cast, uh, again, Ernie Hudson, Richard Crenna is in it yes. as the doctor. Like, good on you. Yeah, I definitely also want to talk about the doctor. Um, I guess the fact that we're talking about these characters means they were pretty well, well- I, I would say probably well acted. The writing actually isn't bad. I will also say that. I yeah, don't think the writing not. is bad at all. I agree with you. Again, really competent ripoff. <laughs> like, well written. <laughs> not poorly written. Actually pretty interesting. These people do feel relatively well drawn, considering that we only spend 90 minutes with them and way less than that with most of them, for sure. Yeah. 
And it, it's kind of what, what you said. And I feel like even reading people's thoughts on it and, 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 you know, forming my own thoughts on it, I kind of think like that's pretty much the consensus here. Of course, not everybody loves it. And sure. depending on your tolerance for the sort of generic feel of it, your enjoyment may be lessened, but I'm with you that it's pretty obvious. Like the alien thing is very, very, very in your face. And then obviously the thing, even in the discuss, the building of like the disgusting creature, which I'm sure we'll discuss uh, more in a little bit. Cause I know we both really enjoyed sort of the evolution of yes. the, of the, the monster, yeah, kind of. I don't know if it's a it's a monster. It's a monster. A monster is yeah, a very sure. uh, broad uh, description, but like the way in, in the, that the way that the creature incorporates faces, like we had seen yes. it with the thing and stuff. But still, like they do it in such a way that it's not going to be the best movie you've ever seen. It's not going to be your yeah. favorite movie. I at least highly doubt it. But <laughs> sure. it's so good. <laughs> They make it in a way that it's like the acting, the writing, everything is just good enough that yeah, there's not much to complain about it, I guess. Yeah. And it also it also happens to be entertaining because it could have been boring. And I do feel like some of the things are what really helps pull it together, like the choices that they made with the creature, uh, the score, I think is just spectacular. Yes. Um, the characters, all of it works to kind of elevate it from just being like bland to actually being really interested. It didn't change yeah. my life. I don't know how long I'm going to retain the details of Leviathan. <laughs> But as and kind yeah. of, it's kind of like what you said. If you're gonna, if you're gonna borrow from from something, borrow from good things. It's like I like the alien universe. I like yeah. the thing. I like yeah. a bunch of people being trapped underwater, going through terrible things. So <laughs> why shouldn't I like this? I like it. Yeah. I was trying to find a word. Even in my notes, I struggled because I was like, I want to call this movie fine. But if you're fine. It's kind of derogatory in a way. Like when we say fine, we kind of mean something not great. I'm not sure if the movie is what I would consider good, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but it mm -hmm, is. Yep. It's kind of good. It's good. It's a good. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm it's with good. you. I'm so with you. I'm 100% with you. It's good. But this is like, a, okay, there's another sort of video gamey reference here, mm. which is like, the interesting 7.5, like it's like real, it's doing some things really, really well, but it has some flaws. This is like yeah. a whole video game ass thing of like, you know, oh, the 7.5 video game, like on a scale of 10, where it's like okay. C plus, but like it's doing something super well, but it's kind of janky in other ways. This isn't exactly that. I think this yeah. is much more of like a, a hyper competent clone of something, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, it's, it's like kind a of little bit closer, but. But hyper competent, genuinely doing a lot of things super well that are not easy to do. It is not easy to do effective horror in these circumstances without being completely fucking goofy and campy. Mm -hmm. Like, I love camp. I love goofy things. Again, I wanted Piranha 3D to have plastic fish that people were being <laughs> eaten by. Like, that that would have been fun for me because I love that kind of shit. This movie Again. Our millionaire scary. backer. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> if you're I'm listening, so <laughs> the piranha with plastic fish. Think about it. Sleep it's on it. The best cut, you know. <laughs> Let us present. Uh, we'll we'll put together a little presentation. A little, a few <laughs> slides. Here's my PowerPoint. <laughs> we'll sell you on it. Okay, just ah, think about it. Just think about give it. Give me fifteen million. You know, what? give just me fifteen million. A cool. 15. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be so good. It's going to be so good. You're going to you love know, it. You know what this movie, it kind of reminds me of that meme of like, uh, can I borrow your homework? Okay, but just don't copy it. Like the yeah. little meme. It's exactly yeah. like, yeah. it borrowed That's from Alien, nice. but uh, yeah, just don't copy it. So yeah. it's, it's it's still good. Yeah. Still Alien. And, and I, I actually do think I'm going to remember a lot of this. Um, which, you know, maybe it's a little weird, but for me, I'm like a production design junkie as mm -hmm. well. Like, give me 
interesting sets that have a lot of like texture, especially sets like yes. this that are really industrial. They've got the pipes, they've it. got the water running, mm -hmm. they've got all this interesting texture kind of going on that just screams like industrial mining facility falling apart. The company doesn't care. Capitalism sucks. Like it's, it's all like screaming that. And again, that's not new. That's a hundred percent what alien is, but like, I love it. Feed it to me. Like, I, let me, I'm just gonna chomp it up. The texture of like their gym and their, you know, their little rec room and their little kitchen and the costume design, the prop design, the way the um, the diving bells look. It, it has so much incredible, like chunky 80s CRT texture to it. And then we also have the amazing texture of the creature design that we yeah. both really enjoyed and thought was pretty awesome. It's a Stan Winston creature. It's a giant fish alligator monster with faces and heads on it. It's fa fucking fantastic. And <laughs> you absolutely were right to call the like buildup of it. Like we only see little bits and pieces until the very mm. end. And it does get blown up, which is also satisfying. <laughs> the circle of life, be inside of tainted bottle of vodka that was manipulated by the <laughs> Russians for a genetic experiment. Exactly! Uh, <laughs> the genesis of life. <laughs> and, uh, host a sex pest, invade yeah. a sex pest, and start if mutating only, only randomly. Him. But again, uh, <laughs> it's toxic masculinity. That's what Absorb a bunch of other people, uh, develop teeth in hand, become a full-fleshed oh, sea teeth. creature. Yes. Oh my die God, by teeth. explosion. Like, good gig if you can get it. That's a full life. That's a life well lived. <laughs> creature from Leviathan. I loved really the thing about the vodka. Because I was like, so oh, the whole yes. thing, the whole reason why they get infected is because the sex pest um, goes into this Russian vessel, the Leviathan, and finds old vodka and decides to drink it. And I'm like <laughs> tempted to judge him. Right. I'm like, dude, like this mission's going to end in two days. You found this fucking random ass vodka in this old ship that you know nothing about. Why are you going to drink it? And then, yeah. I'm, you know, I have to be honest with myself. If I have to predict my own death, it is going to be related to some alcohol motivated, stupid ass decision. There's a limit to how much I can judge them. Uh, I can judge the sex best on everything else. But yes, 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 100%. I love the way that the creature starts presenting itself. I love how it starts with the 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 pus and the boils. Yeah. And the way that they make it, I think, is just so gross and believable. Everything is very yes. gooey. And... I feel like if it was just the, the creature in the end, the final form, the creature is a Stan Winston uh, uh, creation. And uh, actually the suits, the diving suits are also uh, a Stan Winston yeah. creation. Apparently uh, on that same clip, they said that another like studio, another group of people were handling it and they didn't like it and asked Stan Winston to, to take oh care of it. Oh my God. And the crew, and they were not happy because they did not have a lot of time. Uh, but yeah, and they were apparently it was super heavy. Like um, the stunt people, oh, sure. I'll send the link on the Discord channel so people can watch it for themselves because I couldn't really verify a lot of it. But uh, mm -hmm. the person was saying like the the people were fainting inside the the little oh, diving my God. things, yeah, because they were super incredibly um, hot and people couldn't like. It was very hard to get into them and get out. So like they the actors were being like spoon fed by the crew <laughs> during oh lunch my break God. because they couldn't get out of there. Oh no! Costumes. Uh, but oh. the monster, like the final form of it, it's kind of goofy. But I feel like every oh, sure. final form of every monster is goofy. I personally, much I enjoy creature features more up until the point where the creatures appear than afterward because I feel like imagining whatever is there is always scarier. It's very hard to create like a physical manifestation that is as scary mm. as what you have in your mind. I think Del Toro is the only person who can actually <laughs> pull that off because he just creates the most insane uh, Guillermo yeah. Del Toro, I mean, the, the most insane creatures. Yeah. But yeah, if it was just that final fish alien situation the entire movie, I don't think... Right. 
it would have been as effective as it was to have all those gross little nuggets. There's one point where a leg gets chopped off and like a limp sprouts off the leg and it's so freaking disgusting. In my notes, it's all like all caps. Oh, this shit, this is gross. So disgusting. Oh my God, the fish is coming out of the leg. That's how (laughs) (laughs) it's great. I like it. Honestly, I oh, I completely agree. Although I will say, I will say for me, and maybe it's because mm. I watched these movies at a very formative, well, the thing a little bit less. So I was, I was like probably a teenager already, but like, I, I still think Alien, to, and to a to a lesser extent, Aliens, and to a somewhat lesser extent, Alien Three. But the Alien from Alien. Yeah, it scares it's really the freaking scary. Shit it's me. terrifying. Even in its final form. Yeah, you're right. And you don't see it much in its final form. And I know, obviously, I'm a human, I'm an adult, and I went to fucking film school. I know it's a dude in a suit, but it, it scares <laughs> me. Like, it actually looks scary to me. Like, something about that design is just scary to me. Um, and Apparently, the dude the in this well, suit was also, I'm oh, so yeah. sorry to interrupt, but he no, was also please. the dude in the suit of the third Alien movie. Oh, shit, that's awesome. Okay, also that's, took that from that little cool. clip. I really yeah, hope that clip was accurate cool. because I, I believe it. <laughs> well, I'm going to choose to believe it because that's fucking don't cool. Believe, <laughs> people are stupid. They'll believe anything they see in a YouTube video and then uh, cut yeah, right? to me believing no. everything I heard on this YouTube video. Uh, but it does. <laughs> yeah, apparently the guy is somebody who's like very well known for being inside scary creatures. Creatures. So, he does creature acting. Creature acting. Yeah. Like cool. circus, but like with uh like less computer and more like just more physical costumes and stuff. Stuff on him. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Good gig if you uh, can get it. Love it. Honest to God, kind of a dream. Well, <laughs> I have a f- I have a few dreams that are pretty ridiculous. One is to be a, a creature regular on a sci-fi sh- like a regular, like a beloved not regular, but like recurring character. Okay. Like a cool bartender at a bar, at a space <laughs> bar or something like that. You could pull it off. You could pull it off, Danielle. I mean, I'm not trying to say that I want to be Guinan, not specifically Guinan, but like somebody cool like that. Or like the doctor at the cool spaceport that people go to like every few episodes. The space know. EMT. Yeah, like a you cool already space have the EMT. Training. You'll make a have the training. I could do it. Listen, Star Trek <laughs> Discovery. I know you already have a lesbian engineer in this role, <laughs> and I know she's a billion times more famous than I'll ever be, but still, how about a second one, okay? Okay? How about a second one? You know? I'm just saying. Okay, anyway. Another dream is to, like, be something like that. Because, yeah. like, imagine your life if you're actually a really successful actor, but people don't necessarily know your face because you're so famous for portraying these creatures. So like you can go to the fucking grocery store, you can live a normal life and also be a fucking megastar who's amazing and people will shit their pants because your movies are so scary. That's a dream. Like that is a dream right there for me. Um, Imagine having just a giant a alien poster and somebody walks in. Oh, so you really like alien. Yeah, that's you. But also want to know a little secret? What? That's me. Yes. Yes, that's me you're looking at. Yes, can you imagine how cool that must be to be like, Amazing. hey, that's me, like that that fucked up alien, or even like it could be like a cool looking creature. I don't know, whatever. Like I'm a creature actor. Like that's so cool. If we ever get you're our piranha cool. with the plastic fish, we'll have you inside one of the big plastic <laughs> fish. You'll be the final yes. mama piranha. The final fish. <laughs> I feel like you have final fish energy. Uh, <laughs> fish energy. And to be clear, I'm saying this is extremely cool. I am not saying this is easy. I want to no, be very yeah. clear. Yeah, I course. do not think this is an easy job. I want to I want to give full respect. I'm saying this is a cool thing and a hard thing, but a cool thing that I would love to try sometime. I'm just saying, I just, just give it a shot. You know, that's all. I do sweat a lot, but like, I'm also good <laughs> at hydrating myself. I know how. I know how to do that. You're so, fit. Yeah. I feel like, I'm just saying. I want to do it. I want I'm to just try saying, it. listeners, if you ever have a, a shot, an opportunity, yeah. I'm not going to continue this by quoting Eminem's um, Lose Yourself, even though I <laughs> uh, But if you do have a shot for Danielle, hit us up. Please, please let me know. I'm not very tall. That's the other thing. It's going to be a slightly small, creepy critter. Like, if that's the movie, and hey, maybe that's scarier. 
okay? Maybe it's scarier <laughs> if the creature is 5'5 five five instead of like 7'3, okay? I'm just saying, maybe that's scarier, you know? 7'3 has been done. There. Okay. It has been done. <laughs> I'm pretty small. Okay. But like I can fill a big suit, you know, <laughs> small, but big suit energy. I got it. That's what I'm saying. I love I'm just it. Make him a pitch. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. We've gotten off, <laughs> we've gotten off the, the rails here a little bit. Uh, we got to, you got to you. shoot your shots. And thank you. We Paul. have a platform here. <laughs> we have a platform. Paul, I will say, Paul said, let Danielle grapple with the alien from alien Hollywood and alien versus editor. In chief, in chief is extremely Amazing. good. Alien versus editor. I, I do like that. Um, but this I is just the energy. I just want to be the hot girl has. that jogs around the the right? ship. Okay, I, I feel like that's enough. Like I that's the role enough, I could do. Like it's a role I could do, but I'd make it a lot more realistic because that girl did not sweat. Did and not sweat. I don't understand. Like I, this, I'm not going to sweat shame, but like. You're running around that place. You're probably going to actually sweat. Like, if you're actually really running around it. So, you know, she's training to be an astronaut. I wanted to be an astronaut my whole life. Like, I get that you. She has decent upper body strength. And she's not like a, you know, withering flower type. She's 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 doing it. She's a survivor. She's smart. But she didn't sweat. And that, that was slightly weird. That was so she weird. was jogging very lightly. But there were no, like, sources of wind or anything. And as somebody who has had bangs... For most mm-hmm. of her uh-huh. life, yeah. you know, I can speak from experience. <laughs> that does not, if your bangs are not up, they should be sticking all over your forehead. Right, 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 right. Otherwise, so unrealistic. I already have an issue, and I'm sorry, listener, if you're one yeah. of those people, um, but I already have an issue. I try not to judge people, but I judge them a yeah. little sometimes. And one thing <laughs> I do judge is people with long hair who work out with their hair down. Because, I, yeah, no. That's hard. Because that's you're hard. not working out. I, I will I will be that person who'll be like, you're not working out hard enough. Um, she did have her hair up. So props uh, for them on that. She was doing that, yeah. But the bangs were too dry and too fluffy and she looked yeah. too cute and I don't believe yeah. it so that's I saw in your notes when you said she didn't sweat and I was like yes I was gonna bring it yeah. up but I did it and then I was like yes yes then you right? brought it up I get Listen. to express my dissatisfaction because I can maybe my level of sweat should not be used as you know the standard because it is something that is medically concerning uh, <laughs> but <laughs> That could be deemed excessive and some would say completely revolting, but I do feel like that was under uh, the normal, normal. And I did feel like she was jogging pretty lightly. She could put a little speed in her step. She was like, I know, I know that's not the the point of the movie, but like, listen, (laughs) you're going to create compelling fiction about a mutated fucked up fish experiment thing <laughs> that happens underwater in a weird future of a corporate dystopia and you're going to have these strange things that don't make sense like not sweating very much while running that's concerning to me i'm with you i'm here with you <laughs> like the rest totally believable i 100%. can absolutely believe that the russians developed a virus and put it in vodka and yep. like people and have trying mutated to make fish people yeah. into fish. Like, I can absolutely see that. But the <sighs> lack of sweat is really what... That's und- really disturbing. <laughs> it undoes That's the whole shit. Teeth in a hand makes sense. Chestbursters makes sense. You know, I did want to mention before we... But briefly before we move on, because I, I know mm. we're probably moving on pretty soon. But briefly before we move on, I want to just... High five the humor of this movie outside of yeah. the sex pest stuff. That sucked and I didn't. That like was it. not funny but, or pleasant. <laughs> but the other humor of the movie, the, the scene where you find out that uh Daniel Stern's character is undead is fucking hilarious. Like this is actually very funny and very disturbing. So the framing is really good. Ernie Hudson's character Jones comes in and he's talking to he doesn't know that um Daniel Six Pack, that's his name. He doesn't know that he's deceased because the doctor and the the captain or commander or whatever have decided to try to keep things from being a panic, whatever. It's an interesting decision, but they're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I understand this terrifying situation. 
six pack is dead and he's lying with like the sheet over him in the infirmary. And Jones comes in. He's like, oh, hey, man, you know, she's not looking so good. He's like telling him the situation. He's like, oh, man, you know, we worked so hard today. Ha ha. You were dogging it. You know, like like he didn't contribute because he was dead (laughs) to the the mining operation. This is also another comment on capitalism because they have that. They have that with the company that is like, "Uh, fuck you guys just dying down there. We don't care. We just want our silver. Uh, personified an ice lady with the scary blue eyes, but also with the, you know, you're dead. So you weren't productive enough for us. Another intelligent commentary on the, the ails of capitalism, but continue. It works. It works on so many (laughs) levels. It works on so many levels. So, you know, Jones is having this whole conversation with him thinking he's asleep. No, he's dead, but he's undead. And like you see, you know that he's dead and you start seeing like these creepy shifts in the sheets. And Jones is like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry, man. I'll let you sleep. You know, and he like walks away as you, the viewer, have this view of this horrifying undead creature (laughs) moving under the sheet. And he's just like, oh, hey, buddy, go back to sleep. You were dogging it today. Like, it's very funny. It's actually like one of the most effective, like a very subtle scene, but like subtly effective and maybe that is what it's bringing that's new. And maybe I shouldn't say this movie is bringing nothing new because that was pretty fucking funny and also pretty the well te- done, actually. The, the to the hand. Teeth the hand, the, hand. the humor <laughs> of the of the vodka and the switcheroo with the with the other vodka, which was yeah. pretty funny. We didn't go into that, but there was a whole scene about uh the commander like hiding this other vodka in a safe and he switched it out for water. And like there's some there's some actual good, clever humor in this movie, and I want to give it some props for that. So yeah. Peter Weller, he's he's that guy. Like he's he that has guy. this quality <laughs> where he's just like He's so unassuming and he's kind of not a great actor in a way <laughs> because he's not doing a lot. But at the same time, he is because you just you want to hang out with that guy. Like yeah. even Robocop, which you say alien. And I agree. I love Alien and Aliens. Yeah. I love both yes. movies. Yeah. And it's among, out there, up there with my favorite movies. The thing I only saw for the first time very recently, actually, yeah. which was interesting, but uh, to like see the the compare and, and compare with this movie. And then it kind of like feels like this really likes behind, but uh, also yeah. amazing. But my my perfect movie is Robocop. Oh, absolutely. So it's absolutely. like yeah. Robocop and Terminator 2 for me are like the closest yep. movies uh the closest to perfect movies yes. that I believe exist uh, and clueless, but this is a conversation. I don't think we're ready. No, I for. got you. That's all right. Um, um, I got you. All right. But, uh, I just think that Peter Weller. I'm rolling with the homies here. I got you. Um, <laughs> and you're a virgin who can't try. Um, sorry. We're going, we're going, we're going good. to a whole other uh, digression, but yes. <laughs> I feel like he just has that kind of like that face that inspires like respect and like um, authority, but in a cool way. Like I'm not a regular boss. I'm a cool boss, even when I'm Robocop and I can like kill you very easily. Um, So, yeah, I feel like he really worked out well in this movie. Yeah. I yeah, I'm completely with you with that. What a... What an interesting film. And I think <laughs> I think we're about ready for shelf life. How do you feel? Yeah. Do you I, feel like I we're ready to dive into shelf life? I am, and I'll risk it. I, I, I'll risk a, a hunch. I feel like we're gonna be bringing this movie up a few times in the future. Like I, I feel like so we're too. not done absorbing. <laughs> I like the weird mutant creature that takes faces. Uh, <laughs> 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 where I feel like much like the creature, we're still gonna continue to grow uh, around this movie over the next couple of weeks. But I do feel like we're ready yeah. for shelf life today. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree with that hunch as well. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to come up as much as sudden death. Maybe. Maybe. 
<laughs> Maybe. Um, but of course, Shelf Life. Uh, welcome to Shelf Life. This is our segment of the podcast where we decide where the movie belongs in our video store. If it's a bona fide staff pick where it's displayed proudly, uh, if it's a middle aisle placement, totally decent, or if the deuce needs the dumpster out back. Fernanda, I'm going to let you uh, go first here, but I think I think we agree, probably. I think we're in the same place with this one. Again, after a couple of weeks of having yeah. some disagreements, I think we landed, I think we dived together. <laughs> we're all move, we're both moving very slowly in our incredibly heavy uh, diving suits <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Um, I think this is a very clear middle aisle. I feel like mm. we've talked about the classic middle aisle before. To me, yes. for instance, on this show, when we did The Bodyguard, that's yes. a very middle aisle pick for that genre. And this is a very like clear middle aisle pick for this genre. I feel like everything we say, we said and discussed just really places it here. It's like not... It's not up there with the greats that it borrows from, because obviously the yeah. thing and alien, if we ever get to watch them for the show, spoiler alert, we're going to put them in the staff picks, picks. Aisle, by the uh, way. <laughs> but uh, it's not as, it's not among the greats, but it borrows competently and it's engaging and interesting enough. So yeah, to yeah. me, it's a very, yeah. very easy middle aisle pick. Yeah, you absolutely said it. Uh, I'm completely there. I, I would say it's towards the top, actually, mm -hmm. of the middle aisle, for sure. Like, it's not like towards the bottom end of the middle aisle. It's towards the top because of we do have the core in, in our staff picks. Again, a thing that like I think about a lot, but I, I still feel good about it. <laughs> you know, like we... That we went with our something. hearts that week, I feel. It like. has something. It has <laughs> something special. And Leviathan has some special things going for it, just maybe not quite as many. <laughs> but it really, it really is, like you said, it borrows from the greats. It borrows competently from the greats. And it is a very entertaining, well put together piece of aquatic horror entertainment. And so Middle Isle it is uh, for Leviathan. Thank you, people who made Leviathan, for giving us a good, solid 90-plus minutes. Again, also, also to your point, and I and I will say this, it is a good length of movie. It, is, yes. it does not overstay its welcome. Which is right? Which, yeah. as we've established, listen, people out there, I will say this. <laughs> if your movie lasts more than two hours, you better have a damn good reason. <laughs> That's all true. I'm going to say. It's very true. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, I have liked movies that last more than two hours, but it was never because they lasted more than two hours. Yeah, exactly. It was despite their lasting more than two hours. So I said it before and I'll say it again. Don't make me do stuff for more than two hours. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I agree. Lesson for the kids. <laughs> Lesson for the kids. Not that it's they true. need it. They're like on TikTok or whatever. Like... People know now. We have low attention spans. That's what we're growing towards. Uh, but yes, yeah. very, very, very good. And also, I would argue, very middle aisle duration, too. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that as well. And and I'm glad that we're back. We're back in, uh, in agreement. Not that it's bad when we don't agree. Like, it's totally fine. It's just that I like I like liking movies. You know, yeah. and like, I like when you like movies. That's all yeah. it is. It's like, I, I think it's nice when, when things are good. So, yeah, you know. But for all our right, friends. Yeah. At least, at least the content when we disagree, I feel like it's. I was, uh, I saw a meme today that was something like, I'm tired of podcasts with best friends. I want podcasts with two bitches who absolutely hate each other, which <laughs> is not what we are. Uh, but <laughs> it goes to show that some disagreements sometimes can make for uh, engaging listens. I but agree. yes, uh, personally, I, well. I, I feel comforted that we, that we were able to, to, to meet in the same place this week. We, we met on a fucked up Russian ship with bad vodka and here we are and, <laughs> and I'm glad that we're here together. 
All right. Well, thank you, listeners. And thank you to my co-host, of course, and my producer, Paul. Uh, That's what we have for this week. Thank you, of course, to my co-host for joining me. Thank you at home for listening. Thank you to our producer, Paul. Oceanic jump shot to Mayo. Very good. (laughs) Uh, For all the help in making this show not only not suck, but also kind of rule. We hope you do come back to your friendly neighborhood video store next week. You can check the Discord. We're going to have a new theme and a new movie. So again, come to fanbite.casa. That's our Discord, fanbite.casa. And you can uh, come hang out with us and learn some things and do some cool things. If you would like to show us some support, you can do so by rating and reviewing our show on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. It's a new year, so we'd love to see some new reviews. You know, again, maybe next week. Maybe we'll even read some of those on the show. You never know. We could do it. Uh, It goes such a long way, though for real in spreading the word about the show and if you you know if you know any other movie buffs in your life tell them about our show too that helps us so much and until then we'd love for you to join our movie club come by fanbite.casa and join the you love to see it channel for post episode discussion polls and more we want to hear from you um, so please do come on by you can also follow our very good content at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media, Instagram at Fanbyte, TikTok at Fanbyte, and of course on fanbyte.com. And you can watch our streams on twitch.tv slash fanbyte. Fernanda, where can people find you online? They can find me on Twitter at nandaprates underscore N-A-N-D-A-P-R-A-T-E-S underscore. But I've been a little quiet there. So if people miss me, they can also find me on Instagram where I am as nandaprates spelled the same, but minus the underscore. Awesome. Our amazing producer, Paul Tamayo, is on Twitter at Polymayo. And I'm on Twitter at Danielle R.I. Until next time, dear friends. You love to see it.